Such a booty grooving from conception to perfection Never in between we're messing it Lot of shit goes into getting one film Made you'll be amazed of people too And they don't even get paid The stew is boiling over Sticking a spoon and stir With Ryan Matthew Tickler It's more than a dime Not an ass in movies, baby Than a dollar Not an ass in movies, baby That's it right there all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of 99 Cent Movies brought to you by Hometown Hero Productions, a podcast dedicated to making movies. And that movie right now is called Butcher the Bakers. I am your host, Ryan Matthew Ziegler. I'm also an actor in the movie. And as always, I am joined by director, co-writer, co-producer, editor, avant-garde artiste, yeah. Tyler Am. I'm pretty avant Guard. I don't know what I'm saying. It looks yeah. smooth today. We call him Thank Andy you. Warhol on set. Yeah, we did. We, we that's what everybody did. They called yeah. him Andy Warhol. That was, I'm, that's I'm, I'm, I it. never I never look at what I'm creating. I always have my back <laughs> to it, and I have a megaphone that's filled with spaghetti. Yeah, and so and he surrounds himself with a lot of weirdos. So yeah. yeah, pretty much. Is and they're Andy all Warhol. naked. They're yeah. all naked. That's why I'm not looking at them because they're all gross. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, here we are. It's a wonderful late summer day. Yes, it is. Okay. It is Tuesday, August 16th. 16th. Mm-hmm. So we are three days away from pickups. Yes. So um, it's an exciting time. You know. Yeah. Um, Things are coming together. Yeah. Um, I would say right now, overall, I think we're starting to understand what Butcher the Bakers really is. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the best way to put it. Um, I've had a lot of meetings about it, about from things... Uh, as small as the font and the color scheme, which I was kind of playing with a little bit earlier, to uh, what the animation is going to look like, mm-hmm. what the um, – I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's technically called rotoscoping. I just know that rotoscoping is when you cut, or when you draw on the frame. Yeah. But we're going to be doing something similar to that with, you know, some movie magic and literal magic in the film and things like that. We I had a meeting yesterday about that to see what it was going to look like. Um, little souls and some how'd other that, various uh, things. How'd that work out? How'd it went really, really good. Uh, Brian, yeah. Brian swung by, and uh, we had uh, two different ideas of kind of what we were, of the ways we wanted to approach it. And he kind of, well, well, his impression was he kind of wanted to do traditionally what we've done in the past, which is essentially he would just draw me an image and I would animate it myself. But it, I'm one, I'm very limited, and two, it's not like you know, it's more like a stop motion yeah. type thing. It's not like a. Um, like a full-blown animation where you can really get nuance and movement and things like that. And what, you know, what we're dealing with is like, you know, apparitions and things mm, like that. Yeah. And so we were kind of, we, we, we were playing with it and we, we definitely have uh, an art style that we're going to go with, which is like, it's, it's part goofy, uh, part cute and, and part like, um, part book, part book. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. Um, and so, uh, it, 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 I think it's going to look out, look really good. So we, what we did was is we, we put together sequences that we're going to need this for, and um, we uh, rendered all the frames out. So essentially, Brian is going to go do a test run of, you know, like he'll do um, like just like a few seconds of, uh, of a full sequence that we would need it for, and we kind of just see how it looks overlaid on the actual video. And I, I think it's going to look fantastic. Awesome. I, can't I really wait. do. Yeah. And, so, um, and then uh, we kind of talked about... Um, the monologue. There's a monologue in the in the film that's entirely animated for the most part, mm-hmm. and um, we 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 storyboarded that thing like months ago. Like it was like right after filming, we got together because we were so excited about it. And so um, uh, he's shown me some some uh, small bits from that, but it's gonna be it's like it's gonna be awesome. Good. It's gonna. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's like a. 
uh, kind of like an anime style where you, uh, I don't I don't even know how to just hopefully that just kind of makes sense to people. Yeah. And so yeah. that, that's the way that's the connection I make as far as like what the visual style is going to be like. As far as the art, it's not going to be anything like it. It's going to be very vectory, mm-hmm. um, you know, like layers and layers and layers of things moving nice. towards the screen and oh, you know like two dimensional things yeah. like that. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah. And so um, there's been a lot of that. Um, been some. Uh, I I th- I think I've come to. I, I was just playing with earlier. Um, uh, like a theme I think I want to use for the opening credits. It's going to be like, you know, I, I get to, the fun thing about the music is I get to, uh, I get to come up with ideas and, you know, the, I mean, I think they're nice, they're good, um, mm-hmm. but like I don't have, you know, the technical know-how, I know how to play the piano and the drums, that's about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the technical know-how for all the other instruments and things like that and like, you know, or just 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 the theory. Mm-hmm. I don't have the theory, but I've got a wonderful guy, Billy Niebuhr, who lives down in Naper or Naperville, <laughs> Nashville. Ah, um, big difference. Yeah, big difference. <laughs> yeah, a couple hour car ride. Difference. Yeah, and um, he he anything I give him, he regurgitates it, and it's fucking magic. It's it's so That's amazing. Cool. So like the themes from River City Panic, um, and um, uh, the chase theme from Grace's room when they're when they're in the van going downtown and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Um, like essentially I had written those things and he just embellished it so much. And it's like, you know, it's like you, you can see like the, the skeleton from what my idea, but it's just like, it's all him. Yeah. It really is all him. That's awesome. And so I came up with something that I think I want him to kind of like blow up. And we, we, it's like, it's so clear to me that this has to be a hundred percent like synthesizer and, 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 and just like heavy drums, Yeah, you know, not like in Grace's room where there's lots of like drumming, mm-hmm. uh, but just like, you know, just like that heavy bass yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's just that this, that perfect personifies this movie and i think lots of like like i was playing with like purple and black and yeah stuff I, what you've shown me is, uh, and, and plus coupled with what i'm looking at right now brian the oh, drawings yeah. that brian did that we used for the kickstarter um, um he drew all of the underlings it's just i, I i'm just so drawn to that yeah. um it's just so good i you know and especially now that you've got them all lined up and overlapping on your on your monitor there it's yeah. just that's just yeah i can't say enough about it man yeah i think and it and the more um, the more we're we're going through it, the um, the more it's coming to shape, and the more I'm the the more critical I'm being about things. As you and, will be, and, it, and it's like, and it's not a bad thing. Like some, we were um, we were kind of organizing props and costumes that we had to pull out, clean up, get ready, and fix and things. And um, people were asking me about like you know, very, like I'm the only person who's really been looking at the footage. Um, not too many people have access to it, and so um, they asked me a lot of questions about what it looks like, what's going on, and things like that. And I find myself like. Whereas, like, you know, a month ago, I was like, oh, God, it's fucking fantastic. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I'm kind of like, you know, it's great. It is it is really good, you know? And it's like, and I, I'm, I, I, for a while there, I was like, man, why? I, I sound like an asshole right now. Like, not like an asshole, but I sound like I, I, I'm not giving this enough credit. And it's like, I wonder what happened. Well, it's because I've been sitting here staring at it for, yeah, for two months. And I'm, that's and what happened. I'm finding the cracks. Yeah. Which is in every film. And I've noticed, actually, this is interesting. And I don't know if other film buffs do this or filmmakers, but I've started being incredibly critical of, of the films that I watch now. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm fascinated by the faults in them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's every, every film has, has a weird, weird fault. Yeah. Either, either the, the audio is garbage, like, like an 80 yard line. Mm-hmm. Um, the shot's completely out of focus. I just saw, I saw the Bourne movie, the um, Jason Bourne. Oh, the new one? Yeah. And there's an entire scene with Tommy Lee Jones, um, sitting in a diner talking to, um, some tech guy. And, um, uh, the in the wide, Tommy Lee Jones is out of focus. 
like it, and they keep cutting back to the shot. I'm like, do not use the shot. It's like, and I it's, wonder if that's Paul Greengrass's style. Is there any other? Because oh, you know the, how his styles are the, crazy. The, the camera keeps moving. It's, yeah, he's it's, he's known for that. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if, if they didn't use a, a tripod at all. I'm not a huge, to be honest. I'm not a huge Paul Greengrass fan. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't. Rem- I, I've seen all the Bourne movies except for the um, Jeremy Renner one. And I don't remember that he did the. Um, I felt the second and third one, and then he also did. Uh, was that what is the 9/11 movie? One of those 9/11 movies, yeah. United. Um, 93, I think is what it was Maybe. called. That's that's his thoughts. A documentary in your face, a lot yeah. of cutting, a lot of... Well, so in that case, who knows? Maybe... But even then, it's like... Most it's a of the, weird choice. Most though. of the film, I wasn't bothered by, but like I just noticed. Yeah. It was like, this is completely... He's out of focus. And it's like, you're the camera's in a position where him and the other guy could both be in focus, but the other guy's like barely in, and, and yeah. he's just totally out. I'm like, this is just... Yeah. I don't... Ugh, why and, yeah. and just lots of stuff like that and it's like and, and you know i don't like that because i don't i want i'd rather just be sucked in and mm. ignore all that stuff yeah, and i would take, lo- it, t- it takes you out yeah, yeah. i love for the audience if you the same way about my films but it's like you know i i'm learning that like uh i it's so easy to be like a, a backseat critic of things oh, absolutely. And, I, and, I'm, and i'm really realizing that there's no fun in that like there really isn't it's like so i mean i it didn't ruin the movie for me that that sequence or the fact that suicide squad is so poorly chopped up and edited and i still haven't seen that either it's yeah. it's nah i i went into that film and I, st- cre- I will but incredibly but excited care. it looked it it looked good the promotion was great and i and i love the aesthetic and it has all the things that i love Ro- like a rogues gallery of of mm-hmm. people they're the they're the anti-heroes mm-hmm. Um, a lot of weird people, you know, like I like things that aren't just all humans, you know, yeah. like, you know, killer croc and things like that. Um, and, and it, for all intents and purposes, I feel like they had everything to make a good movie, but it was just, it, I don't think it was well written. And I, I think you can tell that it's like, essentially they shot scenes and it's like, how do we jigsaw this puzzle together? And well, it's just like, yeah, the yeah. movie went through major. Reasons. Yeah, it was chopped to death. I mean, by it's the it's it's a huge. I don't know if you've you've come across well, that he, letter. The, the director claims that he this is his version of 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 the edit they approved. I think he's just playing ball. It, it could I really be. do. I think he's playing ball just because. Yeah, you have to. If he you saw want to make what another I, well, movie. He, yeah, and and he wants uh, he has another film down the in the pike that he wants to do with Will Smith that Warner Brothers was going to do but they haven't decided to yet. So yeah. I don't think I think he doesn't want to be Josh Trank like last year. Yeah. Oh when, yeah. Uh, he came out was very verbal about all the trouble that they took his movie through. Yeah. Um, but I I, I, I su- suspect I, that David David Ayer will come out in down the road. Yeah. And be like, yeah, it, I was kind of well, in a rock at a hard place. Hopefully, they'll just release like a, a full version. Because I, 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 I have faith that there's a, a decent film in there. Not a great there's, film, yeah. but a decent film. Well, the, David Ayer shot his, and they showed his, and then they showed a version with all the new stuff they cut to two different test audiences. Yeah. And then they kind of took all that and then made the version that's... Yeah. So there's like three films and right it, now. Three versions of that movie with, that exist. And with Butch of the Bakers, you're only going to get one version. <laughs> so. one, that, that is the final there, director's cut. There's... The, the, and anything that's going to be cut is something that we're reshooting. Yeah. And so... But anyways, like my point was is that like I've, I've realized that like I've, I'm starting to be critical of the film for, for good reason. I want it to be as good as it possibly can be because it's it's interesting like going back to grace's room there were like there were certain things that like okay uh, there I, I don't know how to um play with like blood effects or anything like that i i'm not i i'm i'm a decent muscle flash guy but that's it and mm-hmm. i don't know how to do it and i don't know anybody that knows how to do it and i don't i'm not a huge fan of finding people online and paying people i can't see and talk to i'm yeah. not a huge fan of it and maybe i should be because that's a lot of what goes on nowadays but anyways like there were certain things that are just like i just got to the point where it's like i know this is gonna hurt the film but i, I just 
I can't deal with it. I don't. Well, and also there was there was literal time constraints. Yeah, there's nothing I could do. And so like I I did my versions of so like when uh, uh, one of the um, uh, what do they call the brutes the big guys that break into the house mm-hmm. is getting stabbed by um, uh, Harley. What what I just cut to a um, Grace's face as opposed to showing like. Like where, when it hit the impact of yeah. the fake knife that bends on his back. Well, I re- you know, and it's funny because I was at your house when you were going through that footage. You wanted me to see the color of it. This is, you know, back in like February. Yeah. And I remember you talking about that. You had the scene then was just her stabbing the guy in the back and you really wanted blood effects. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get that. And then I left. I came back a few weeks later to the to the the Roxy and saw the movie and I that scene I saw that you had cut yeah. I, but I think that fix was fantastic yeah I it mean, doesn't look like a fix anybody that didn't know that's why I sat in the theater and I smiled because I know what went into that but from a creative standpoint from a story standpoint I think it adds a lot because she's you've set up the premise that she's kind of controlling these things she can kind of see because you've been yeah. cutting to her face in other scenes and the fact that for every stab she makes a face yeah she can maybe feel it i think from from a creative standpoint it actually was kind of maybe better than just a Thank couple you. of blood splats yeah. but i remember specifically smiling and being like oh he figured out, i figured yeah. he figured out a way to fix it yeah and so it's and, I, and i'm glad that like i can have that impact on the film where it's like i don't i i don't have to stress about it and i can kind of make it, essentially i've come to learn over the years is that um and oh chris with a k so one of our producers he put together a little time lapse video and it, it, all it was was like a little title card the vi- like 30 seconds of you know an hour's worth of, of time of images with some music and then like a little um card at the end mm-hmm. that's all it was and he was like he was being so critical i, was like, I could have played with this for hours and all this stuff and i'm like i'm like chris like the one the one piece of advice i can impart on you is that like any creative decision you make is the right one. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't sit there. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. As long as you get the message across that you want to, mm-hmm. to yourself, yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah. And it's like, that's why, you know, I'm partial to people like the Coen brothers and Quentin Tarantino and things like that. You know, I'm not a big fan of movies where I can't feel the impact of anybody but a studio. So like, yeah, you talk, like the auteurs, yeah. you know, basically the director, like John Ford said, if I can't tell who ma- who the hell made the picture, I, I want to, you know, I want to be able to watch a movie exactly. and know, and that's where that auteur theory came in, where the director is essentially the author of the movie, and that's what created the the yeah. title card. In this case, a Tyler Am film, because regardless of the fact that it is a collaborative effort, because everybody comes in, because that's just how movies are. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, it's is your story. This is your vision, yeah. and and the idea is that when I watch this movie, I'm watching a Tyler Am movie. These are his jokes and his sensibility, even if he didn't come up with the joke necessarily. He put the joke in the movie, yeah, and I, I, and, and that's that's what it is. So I mean, you know, it's that's the auteur theory, and and I feel the same way. I think a director, I should be able to watch a movie, and and feel that okay, I know who directed this, yeah, you know, and that's what if John Carpenter. It didn't matter who, oh, his, absolutely, who his DP was. He had um, Dean Cundey for a long time, and then he had Gary B. Kibbe. It doesn't matter. His compositions are those are John Carpenter compositions. Yeah. If you studied. The way he he frames his stuff, you know, it doesn't matter who his cameraman was. It doesn't matter if he did the music or any Morricone did the music. It doesn't matter what actors he had. Yeah. It was still, it had his sensibilities and it was still a John, you know, even if he didn't write the script and he didn't write half of his movies, but yeah. even then it was still a John Carpenter movie because of his stylistic choices yeah. and, you know. Well, and I, I kind of the, the way I'm feeling about the whole movie is once it's said and done, I feel like it's, it's going to be really cohesive. It's going to be a really tight idea for what it is. Um, Cause I feel like Grace's room, although I think it's a great fun film. It's very, uh, no, I, I don't want to say like, you know, throw it at the wall and see what sticks, but it's kind of like, there's a lot going on from the, just the story 
the characters, the um, the promotion behind it. Like, w- like what what colors do you think of? What music do you think mm-hmm. of when you when you think of the film? I think it's kind of all over the place. It's very broad, and I and I'd like to pull it in and, and make something really tight. And I'm kind of hoping that I get the feeling that Butcher the Baker's it feels a little bit to me like the Princess Bride. Which oh. I know that sounds really weird, but n- not as far as a subject matter, but as far as like when the, I love the Princess Bride, mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's just a great film. And I recently um, read, uh, and I, I'm gonna, I always uh, Carrie Elways, I, I, yeah, Elways, yeah, yeah Elways. Um, uh, his book um, that he released about the making of the movie. Um, I got that on audiobook, and I listened to that, and it's just like I I totally understand everything he's saying about the film as he's talking about it. So it's all the feelings that I had, mm-hmm. and it's like those guys impressioned exactly what they were feeling and trying to do. Like I feel like 100, mm-hmm. percent and that's I feel like with Butcher the Bakers, that's exactly what we did as far as the the sense of humor, um, the 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 characters and how they're relatable and 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 essentially the aesthetic that we're going for. I feel like it's really impressionable in a good way. Um, you know, I mean, our our film is a little bit grosser, a little bit louder. And yeah, ang- but not, it's, not angry, but um, sillier. Yeah, um, but it's just like, but then even talking about like the um, the how like you notice things that that are um, that don't work, uh, like in in the Princess Bride, um, <clears throat> like when they're climbing up the uh, cliffs of insanity. It's like when you when they cut to the wides, you can clearly tell that's not Andre the Giant, and it's just somebody yeah. with like rag dolls hanging <laughs> off of it. It's like that, but it's like. I, I have I've never heard anybody complain about that stuff because it's 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 so charming. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like I feel like that's what we have with Butcher the Bakers. Any of the effects we do, um, I feel like it's like, and, and I feel like ours are really seamless. I'm mm-hmm. not like trying to like cover for them at all, but I feel like it's like <laughs> there's some pretty brutal effects in this movie, and I I, I hope people be like, yeah, that's charming. Yeah, especially the one right at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I think they will. I think yeah. I think it's it's likable in and. It's just a goofy, fun adventure movie with a lot of cool-looking monsters and stupid people, and yeah. just yeah, I, 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 and I think it, it's tight. At least the script is super tight. I mean, within the first ten minutes, we're on, you know, we're on, we're on our way. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's not any fat, and, and I, so and I, and I feel like it hooks you right away. Yeah. <coughs> oh, sorry. In fact, so um, back to pickups. Um, a lot of the things that we're reshooting are. Um, at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. so uh, the 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 movie opens up on our um, antagonist drag, um, the fire death, entering town and driving past a, a, a you know, well spoilers if you, if anybody doesn't want to know this shit for the before the movie comes out, but he drives past a welcome to Ottawa sign and that sign we never should have filmed that we never should have uh, the sign was. Uh, it, nobody wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not a fun, creative thing to do. We just needed a welcome to Ottawa sign. A lot of people did not understand what I was saying when I, you know, a welcome, because Ottawa does not have um, like a like a storybook sign, you know, like mm-hmm. in all yeah. the movies where you drive in. What people were thinking of was like the, the metal signs, the big green metal signs that, are, oh, that say, oh, yeah. state champion, no. you know, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, no, that's not at all. No, I know what, what you're saying, because in Princeton, there's, um, when you come in on Route 6, there's a big wooden thing that says, yeah. welcome to Princeton. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I think that that wrong idea got blended in with what we had and it was it's like a it's like a big square sign on like essentially like two by four stilts and we <laughs> we just threw like shrubs and shit to cover up it that it wasn't in the ground and it, it was so it was too small for the shot composition and it the letters were just painted on and it's like you know nobody made a mistake nobody um fucked it up nobody did it bad it was just all around it didn't get taken care of. Yeah. There should have been one brain, one idea. I should have been the one to do it. I should have just done it. And um, 
Nick, I think at one point said he was going to take care of it, but then it just it just kept exchanging hands, and it looks like shit. I mean, to be honest, it looks like shit, and the shot looks like shit. Um, you know, uh, it, the sign looks like shit in the shot. The yeah. shot doesn't look like shit. Um, and so uh, I'm uh, I'm like I have we have to do this. We have to do this. So my dad is actually me. and My dad are going to go buy all the supplies. We're going to get all new shit. We're going to buy it. We're going to paint it right. We're going to get giant lettering wooden lettering, you know, to put on there. We're going to do it right and make it look good. Nice. And the nice thing is, is that we don't have to reshoot the whole shot. We, there's a whip pan involved, mm-hmm. and we just all we have to do is set up the sign, make it look really good. We can even punch in. Mm-hmm. So it's like it can it, it's like a wide of the car entering the frame and going past and then it whip pans and all we have to do is just whip to it right up next to the camera yeah. and it'll look really good. Yeah, nice. And um and so like it's stuff like that where it, we're right at the beginning we wanted to hit that impact. So yeah. it's like you know, that first 10 minutes, it's like, you know, we want to we want the opening sequence, which isn't tied to our lead characters, our protagonists. It's just all about the antagonist. And we want it to really hit. And um, I feel like the the scene that's there is great um, mm-hmm. when we kind of after drags in town, he's going to go break up a little bit of a party. <laughs> and um, I feel like that's great. The humor's great. It's cut great. Or I mean, that's it, shot great. It will be cut great. Um, and it's like it's just like this one little thing. It's like, yeah. If it's a big ordeal, it's going to cost me like eighty bucks, ninety yeah. bucks. But it's like it has to, it has to happen. It's important, yeah. It's an important visual, like because you, you said it's the first, one of the first shots of the movie, exactly. And, and, and if yeah, you, it's got to look good. Yeah, if you go in in the first shot of the movie, you see something that stands out, it pulls you, you out right away as being kind of like, oh, they, that's not a real. Yeah, sign. they took that's some crayons the, and like put like a big piece of construction paper and drew Ottawa yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, yeah, it's 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 a, it is important. It's yeah. an important, you know. And so. Um, uh, that there's that that's like the beginning of the film. We really want it to be tight, and um, and Zach is like there's a few things he's wanting to reshoot that I, he's just being super critical on himself about, mm-hmm. which is like it's like okay, uh, your idea is ninety percent there, and what we did shoot, it's ninety percent. Like it's not like it's like ah, uh, you ha- it's half assed or it just yeah. doesn't look good. Or it's completely out of focus. It's just like there's just just the tiniest things, yeah. and he's like, nope, I gotta get it. Yeah, I, you just, I understand. You have you have to let me get this, and I'm like, dude, I didn't pay you. You can absolutely have it, so we can reshoot that. <laughs> Um, but then, uh, other than that, it's just like, we're, we're going in to get a lot of, uh, effects, um, tight shots. There's two tiny little scenes, um, in the woods that we didn't get. There's a, a little musical thing that we didn't get. Um, but then, um, <laughs> but then I desperately wanted to reshoot, uh, the birth of the underlings. So yes. for anybody who's looked at the promotional material, all of the people that were being drawn and stuff like that, like, um, drag makes those guys. And uh, when we were on set, we were we were kind of moving slow that night. We were really tired. It was like right in the middle of filming, or actually, no, yeah, I think it was. It was that was that you shot all that stuff after we'd already shot uh, at Brian's house all day. So, so that, that was that was actually Monday. That was that was kind of like it? yeah, that was that the was social the, kitchen. That was the fourth day in. Yeah, so I that think. was already after a super duper long day. Yeah, where you, uh, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of actors. It was their first day. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of time. Um, it all. was their first day on set, first time in front of a camera, and the first time literally being in their character because there's a lot of makeup and, yeah. and weird clothing and stuff involved. And um, you can really tell. You can <laughs> yeah. really really tell. And we 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 framed the shot horribly. Um, I, the idea was like, let's get these guys like in a, you know, in a lineup, like a police yeah. lineup, just stand them all there. They look so badass. And then like, I looked at the wide shot of this thing. I'm like, 
this looks like a bunch of weird fucking people. Well, now the thing about it is with this promotional material being so awesome. Yeah. They want these guys to have an impact. It doesn't want to be like when uh, if, if, the four people out there that might know this movie, you watch f- fucking Deathstalker yeah. from the early 80s and it's got this cover with a ripped dude and monsters. It's like a Conan the Barbarian yeah. ripoff. And like, this looks so badass. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, that dude really isn't that muscular. Those monsters are shitty puppets. Yeah. It's like you're let down by the by the the poster art. Yeah, and and it, it's not even just them. It was like the writing was looking back on it for that scene was terrible because it's like it's the introduction of six characters, um, and it's it's like they're all very different. And it's like to get that right, you know, having plenty of time to think about it, having filmed them, knowing what those what those actors are good at. Um, as far as like line delivery and things like that, like I think we re- we rewrote it and I think it's great. I think it's a it's a lot better. Good. It gives characteristics to those that don't have a lot of screen time. After that, um, and uh, there's a lot of death in this movie. Just yeah. get ready for it. A lot of death. And yeah. so, um, um, I I I, <laughs> I think overall it's going to be a much tighter, interesting scene, and we're going to be introduced to a lot of people that you're not going to want to die, but mm-hmm. they will. They yeah. will die. Um. Spoilers. Everybody in this the movie just ends with the entire world yeah. exploding. It's like beneath the planet of the apes. It just ends with a nuclear bomb, and the yeah. narrator comes on and says, eh, "Earth's dead." The end. Yeah. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, leave your dollars at the door. Yeah. Um, nope. We already got them. We're not giving them back. Buy some extra corn for the ride home. Yeah. Scoot no, off. That, that that's what I I want those dollars, Joe. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Joe just assumes quarters. Joe just assumes he's getting a, a cut of any profits that there are. Yeah. Because I'm Joe. <sighs> Well, Why I mean, I? can I at least have some Laffy Taffies? No. Oh, I really like the jokes on the rappers. You get, you get a Laffy Taffy. You, I will give you 1,000 pieces of Laffy Taffy if you get a license. Ugh. Yep, there, but, you go, there it is. That's what half my material is based on, the puns on the rappers. I know. Yep. But, um, yeah, I think going into this weekend, it's a three-day weekend, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're filming. Um... Uh, most of the crew, two thirds of the crew, are mm-hmm. coming back. Really, it's just the essential people. We don't need a lot of people on set. Yeah. You know? um, not to say that we had too many on Butcher the Bakers, but you know, there's definitely days where it was like, you know, we should have trimmed some fat. But um, I think it's just the people we need. It's not even all the actors. You know, mm-hmm. like um, Devin doesn't have anything. I I just love to see her again, but yeah. um, she doesn't have anything. You've got um, just like a few little bits. Yeah. If you because you called me the other day, You're pretty much one day, right? If it, yeah, you call me and ask me if I had my costume. Friday. Uh, Friday, are you available? Um, l- late in the evening. Late in the evening, yeah. yeah. Yes, after after like 9 or 10. Oh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Okay. We're shooting a music video at about 10 o'clock, and then after that, we're going we're gonna to get you guys. Um, we finally have to get the bike sequence. <laughs> oh, we that's... Kept, we kept okay. postponing. So that'll be the bikes. Do you know roughly... I mean, we can talk about this off the podcast. Oh, oh, the, uh, we'll start the music video at about 10. Okay. And then, um, you know, we'll probably spend like two hours doing that. You know, we don't need to put a ton of time into it. Oh shit! I just spoiled it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there, there, like I said, there's, nobody's. Nah. There's a little bit. You don't of, know what we're talking about. You don't know just because he said two words. You <laughs> listener at home, you don't know, and you're still gonna watch yeah, the fucking movie, and you know it. If you're listening to this podcast, you're damn at this point, and you don't watch the movie. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You deserve to have it spoiled. What are you listening to this for then? <laughs> you're gonna watch the movie. Um, there's a, there's a fun thing in the film, but yeah. um, anyways, after that, so we're okay. basically gonna be downtown. So at the at the bakery, okay. yeah. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see everybody. I think like everybody has mentioned to me privately that are just like, Hey man, I'm really excited to be back on set. And so I think it's going to be a good time. Um, 
uh, you know, it's like me and Jenna went through, like I said, we were organizing props and costumes, things like that. I had to wash a few things and, you know, Nick's got to fix a lot of things. And unfortunately, Nick does not have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Um, pretty much he can't start constructing things or fixing things until we start filming. And most of his effects are on Sunday. So he has okay. like kind of two days to get it together. And I hope he does. Um, and so I think he, Nick is, classic Nick, just he's taken on too much. You know, it's a, uh, he's got a job, he does commissions mm-hmm. um, and things like that. And I think he's he's preparing for a convention that he's created something for somebody else who's going. Okay. Uh, but also, cool. you know, he wants to go and enjoy it himself. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, I'm a, little, I'm a little on edge, but, I, you know, I, there's nothing I can do. It'll come together. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I, if I fucking have to, for some reason, something just doesn't work we'll get together again yeah you know because that's just the way the way it's got to go we're spending so like we raised twenty seven hundred dollars on the kickstarter we'll get about twenty five hundred maybe a little less than that mm-hmm. from it um i think like 700 and something for all of our equipment um we've got to pay jerry um and we've got to feed everybody and you know buy some new things and whatever and it's like you know i think we have that the kickstarter might literally cover all of it yeah that'd which be awesome we're man. not used to we're yeah. not used to that and which is nice and then even though this pickups it's three only three days as compared to our 10 and the you know the twelve thousand we would need for it mm-hmm. but i'm really impressed with it you know that the fact that like people people really came through yeah. and like we this the this wouldn't be as good as of a weekend you know if we didn't have enough money to feed everybody yeah <laughs> you know i'm really i'm really happy about that and so yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm good, excited. Good, good, good. Yeah, and so I mean, we were uh, we had a board meeting for Hometown Heroes uh, the other day, of which we need to get you at one of these. Oh shit! You did that happen already? No, yeah. Don't worry about oh, okay. it. Okay, because you called me Friday, and then yeah, okay. Yeah, no. Well, uh, we're 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 gonna get you at the next Damn one. It. Okay. It, it was good that you weren't at this one because we um. Did you guys all yell at each other? No, uh, no, 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 we didn't actually. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I mean that the <laughs> four people are now off the board now. People stormed out. Not, not, not Joe we, Buckley is pretty much the board now. Not that we yell at each other, but um, <laughs> when it comes to our board, there's uh, people have very specific um talents, <laughs> and um, like <laughs> I'm kind of the movie guy. <laughs> So I I I have, a, I have to do a lot I I I have to do any anything creative. I mean, yeah. as far as creation, video, imagery, things like that because I just have the most uh what do you call it? I don't want to say the most talent, but I have the most uh practice yeah. at this stuff. Yeah. And I so, mean, if I had equipment, yeah. you know, uh, Exactly. If, and there's if a lot ever of that. Want, if if there ever is time and I can learn yeah, you know, um, absolutely, and uh, I, then I'd be more than happy to and take, that's why Chris, take over different things. With I just don't have equipment to picking it up. Yeah. yeah, and so, but everybody else is kind of like it, it's a, it's a lot of me and everybody else, yeah. and I, I'm not a, a huge fan of that dynamic. <laughs> but that's just that's just the way it has to of be, <laughs> and it's not like it's like we we go at each other, but it's just like they have to they, they literally have to pose a, a, a situation. I have to explain it because they won't know it. And then it's like, this is all their opinions on it. And then I have to sit there and be like, yeah, I can't do that. We can't do this. Yeah. I guess we could do that. But I creatively, I don't see it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a problem, yeah. you know, but anyways, um, I really think we, it would be good to <clears throat> bring you on. Um, yeah, I'm all for it because, I, um, it. I think, uh, um, you, one, you're willing to do things, which is yeah, great. Yeah, I love um, this stuff. And yeah. you, uh, you, you have a great ability to introduce yourself to not only people, but like uh, work, like um, uh, promotion, yeah, marketing. I have, I have no and problem. We, we are so bad yeah. at it. Like I, it, it's um, just like it's not fun. 
Um, and I don't know, I don't know how to please other people. I really don't. I mean, that's, you see my films, you'll know why <laughs> Like <laughs> I just can't. I, yeah. And I, you know, I've, it's, I have no problem doing that sort of thing. And, and I don't see it as like a chore to do. I'm like, you know, about this thing. We e- emailed this group of people. And yeah. I was excited when I got the email back. I was like, all right. Th- th- no, that's th- great. And I, I, especially with the internet and stuff, um, I added myself to a couple Right now, it's Facebook is pretty much what I because I don't have Twitter, I don't have Instagram, I don't have yeah. that because I don't have a smartphone, so I never messed with Honestly, that. I think Facebook is still but, like the everybody's using it, and it's like I think it's like the go to as far as like contact. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know the first in and out of contacting somebody through Instagram or Twitter. No, it's so I've, had, I've been trying to get myself added to a whole lot of those kind of groups, those like yeah. promote yourself groups. Um, even if they don't do anything, it took me f- five seconds. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I don't see it. Oh, it's, I don't see it as yeah. an, a reason not to. And, it, and it's, um, it's fascinating how many people won't do anything that, that requires a click. And, and yeah, it, it's, it's, I mean, seriously, I just write the same fucking thing, yeah. the same intro. And then I Copy use it paste. for all these emails yeah. I send out. Hey brother, I just changed the names and maybe like a couple of these YouTubers. I've been sending the same yeah. message to 14 or 15 different YouTubers. I just changed a few of the little things based on what they do specifically to try and make it look like I'm and really all. And then it takes me a half hour as far as I'm at con- work, as far as I'm concerned <laughs> for like it, for when it comes to filmmaking, as far as like promoting yourself, uh, soliciting for funds and things like that, it, all it takes is that to get those things. You have to do it a lot and you have to find the right people. So it, there's some luck involved. Um, but um, I, that's all it takes. I yeah. mean, I can't, I can't stress that enough. All the money I've gotten, that's how I've done it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not a fan of it and I'm still not the smartest at it because I don't try. Um, but it's like, you're doing it and that's why I think you should yeah. be on board. Well, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all about that hustle, man. I'll do that hustle. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's why I'm always trying to get my finger. I got my, to, to take a Joe Buckley quote. Yeah, get your fingers in the pie, all sloppy the like. Stew. I try to have my fingers in a lot of different stew yeah. because I really, you know, even other projects, I'm in other projects right now, but the way I see it is when I'm on that project, I'm talking about this one. And then what I wanted, yeah. you know, and then it's like, it really is, it becomes a big group of people and who you know in this. And you Absolutely. never know if you're in this project and you get along really good with these people. Then when you come to them, say, hey, man, this other movie I'm in, we could use some use a hand or a suggestion, yeah. or will you just watch it, or you just or hey, maybe we should get together and have a film festival, or hey, maybe do you know somebody? Do you know somebody? And um, so that's another thing is I have no problem like trying to get the synergy of a lot yeah. of projects, especially when we're all in the roughly the same area, Illinois, yeah. Chicago area. We're all making indie films. Mm-hmm. That's really you know, I feel that's half the battle is making friends. Yeah. And and Sean had said something to me. When we were on set, we were talking about a completely different thing, and he was talking about how so many people. I think he was talking more about music in this area, um, but how so there's too much competition and not enough collaboration. Yes, he's like, so a lot of bands don't want to prop up other bands instead of being like, hey brother, bring you know, I'm playing a show at the Nice Street Pub. Do you want an opening gig? Do you want? Instead of that, yeah. there's just a lot of like, I'm going to get this gig and I'm going to do this, and that sort of. And, yeah. and I, and I get it. I understand that cause I'm a competitive person and there's the whole idea of that person gets an accolade that that's one accolade you didn't get. So yeah. you got to get it. But at the same time, I feel that when we're all in the same kind of, we're all in the same area, we're all the same kind of people. We're all trying to do something that yeah. is uh, bigger than all of ourselves that everyone says we can't do. Why like 
but I mean, there's friendly competition, but I feel that if I can get this guy interested in some other project I'm doing and vice versa and, and then maybe meet or, you know, at the very least, Hey, I'm doing it. Yeah. You want to split festival fees or I mean, any, any, who knows what it could be. And, and it could just be, I like the idea of just everybody kind of works together and it kind of comes to that whole, like those guys, you're next and house of the devil and Ty yeah. West. And all, that's what those guys are doing. Yeah. And, uh, and I think there's a, for, at least in this area, I think a lot of it stems from fear. I think people don't want to support things that they don't get or that they don't think is as good as what they do and things like that because that's that, at least that that's the impression I get from the theater community personally. It's, I feel like people absolutely they, they don't get us um, or they don't they they don't think it's any good or whatever or it's just different. Um, it, but I think in just in general because it's like there's a, there's plenty of shitty bands out there mm-hmm. that like you know I, I mean like that may have great people in it but it's like I wouldn't I personally wouldn't want to be like yeah I love those guys you know like their music but it's like you you eventually you have to look past that and it's like there are a lot of great musicians mm-hmm. who have uh, committed time effort money to making things for our films. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's like, if you support the whole, um, you're really supporting yourself Mm -hmm. and it's like, you can't exclude people from that, you know, or, or different, um, uh, what do you call like, um, not like entertainment or types or like, um, avenues for creative people. It's like, you really, it's like, you know, that's why like, I feel like, you know, not to say that we're creating a community, but I definitely feel like we are part of something bigger now because of the all the amazing art we have. Oh yeah, um, the amazing music we get. Um, you know, it's it's such a collab- film is such a collaborative effort mm-hmm. in itself. You really need all those things, and um, and I I just I, I feel like such a tighter group of people as a result of it, and um, and I, I and I, I feel like there's a lot less fear um, as in the past where people like necessarily didn't know how to do their job. Didn't know. Um, yeah, just, <laughs> it's okay, Joe. You can drink your Mountain Dew. That was a ridiculous thing we just witnessed. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, there, people seem more confident, and and I think it's because you know, a big part for me is I, I want to support people in making mistakes because mm-hmm. you're going to. And even though I might bitch and moan about it, uh, most of the time you wouldn't know because I'll, I'll do it to myself or I'll do it. In, to my cousin um just just to get it out of my system you know but it's like that's a big part of what it is so it's you know um I, like nick me and nick we go way back and it's like he'll stress me out sometimes and he'll frustrate me but um at the end of the day you know i know he's gonna put in what he needs to to get it done right and it's like sometimes it's not gonna be good it just isn't and i'm, I'm and i i and he knows that sometimes I'm not going to give him the resources he needs. Mm-hmm. And it's that's just the way it goes. And I think that you have to just be understanding of that. And it's like because of that, you know, we can have our very serious discussions of how we feel about something as small as a T-shirt yeah. on a character, you know. And we can come out of it and it can be better, you know. Yeah. And so I, I – yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. Essentially, I think where this conversation is going is over over the next, you know, six months to a year – I think a big thing for Hometown Heroes and Butcher the Bakers is pushing our brand of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of just uh, a group of idiots, yeah. you know, that are really achieving something. Yeah. And I think Grace's Room still has momentum that we need to, like, between now and when Butcher the Bakers is complete, I think Grace's Room is what really needs to get pushed. Um, and then beyond that, you know, as the lead into Butcher the Bakers, yeah. which is in every single way a superior film. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean Grace's Room is bad. It just means that we took everything that Grace's Room was about, 
we refined it, we we honed it down, we brought it together. It's much tighter, yeah. and it's it, it it's just prettier. It's yeah, just a much prettier awesome. film. And you know, and that it, that's the kind of you could even say if a director is making film after film after film and he's not getting better. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, sometimes you'll have lesser work or something, but if somebody's getting, if it it should go the other way. It should go at least. It shouldn't start out kind of eh, and then. And then go. Eh, eh, eh. It should start yeah. out, and and so and it only makes sense because every every film has had a different uh, group of people, or you know, some of the same yeah. people, but it's uh, people are being added. It's different, a different atmosphere, and you're learning for sure, and, and everyone's learning. I mean, still nobody's a pro. Yeah, at, at absolutely. This. this is still a lot of the first gigs in this arena for a lot of people, and so it makes only makes sense that the, every practice makes perfect. Yeah. So every project is going to get even more and more, yeah. you know, refined. And so, like Jerry, our sound guy, um, he's from Chicago. I I, I want to say that he's probably been in the audio business for uh, maybe a decade. You know, yeah, I don't know yeah. exactly how long. But um, he's older than me, and I know he's, he's, he's had a lot of time in this. Mm-hmm. And he has some great equipment. Yeah. And um, uh, the audio for Grace's Room and Butcher the Baker's is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed more mistakes in this film than in the last one. Oh, yeah. And I'm, gonna, I'm almost 100% certain it's because he was more comfortable. And <laughs> yeah, he was having a good time. Yeah, yeah. He was enjoying watching the project. Yeah, too. and as far as, far as mistakes, <laughs> it's only in like labeling the file oh, yeah. or, or, or just letting the audio run you know, well past cut. <laughs> You know, so I've heard some interesting conversations, um, but um, it's it, I, I I couldn't help but laugh. There was there was one day in particular, I think it was like day nine, where it was just like I'm like, where the fuck are these audio files, Jerry? <laughs> and like, what is ha- like the 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 audio files didn't match up with the video files. I'm like, what is going on here? It's like I, it's the same number for each, but what am I missing here? And it was just because he had mislabeled them, and yeah. it was like I, I I couldn't help but laugh, and I was just like. Like that makes me happy. Yeah. Like oh, it's Jerry. like Jerry, oh, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, you were having a good time, buddy. And yeah. like, you, you, oh, he was. He, he absolutely really yeah. was. And uh, that 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 feels good too. And I mentioned that on other podcasts. It feels good when when I don't want to call him a hired hand uh, because this is his second time coming on. Yeah. But he is a hired hand. I mean, he's a pro and he's hired for this. He's not just doing it to be a buddy. He is giving a break. And with our experience um, with other uh, freelance people it's been pr- fairly negative yeah. you know and i don't want to give the impression that, that all freelance people are are going to ruin your indie film but from my experience it's been a lot of that and i i have i put up a lot of walls when it comes to that mm-hmm. stuff and you know w- when it came to the audio it's like well you just have to have good audio and, yeah, there's, and yeah there's no way around that. jerry was literally like a um, I, I think Mark posted something in like a Facebook group for, um, I don't know if it was just j- j- in general Chicago hired hands and Jerry contacted us immediately. And like, I was really, I had huge reservations. I spit all over this guard reservations all the way through up until the day I met him. But then as soon as I met him, I was yeah. like, this guy's fucking great. Oh yeah. Jay's a ba- to the, to the point where I, uh, did I do it or somebody? I think someone beat me to it. Somebody, it was weird because I'm just on Facebook and I'm in all these Chicago. I, yeah. like I said, I add myself into all these little film things. So I don't even know half the time. That's a, and, but somebody said something about needing location audio and I was going to put Jerry, but somebody else, I who knows who it is. Somebody yeah. was like Jerry Stevenson. Yeah. And he's like, liked, I was yeah. like, Oh, good. I was, it made me feel good to, no. to see that Jerry, other people. Exactly. You know, see that Jerry's solid, you know? Yeah. So and the fact that he really did when like I said I I asked him I said I know you don't have to like the project you're working on especially when you're a crew like this you yeah. just have to make sure you're doing the best but what do you feel about this and he's like I love this I love yeah. you guys these are this is great I, I I'll do this anytime and I so get, and that felt that that's a good feeling I think um, after River City Panic Grace's Room and Butcher the Bakers I feel like everybody left both of those projects with a much better impression of the film that we were making, the people who are working on it and our core team, you know, the hometown hero people, you know, or whatever. Um, 
whereas with River City Panic was the opposite. I think a lot of people left being confused and upset, yeah. um, and and which is fine. I don't think people understood what I was trying to do, and I I always thought my biggest thing is I talk too much to try and be as clear as possible. Mm. I don't want to sugarcoat anything, and I don't want to give people the wrong impression. And I I feel like I'm always really honest in that regard, but um. I think it's taken me a long time to refine what I was trying to say um, from the beginning, which is this is not about you. It isn't. And it's not about me. This is about people coming together, a group coming together to create something that is weird, will confuse people, but yeah. will hopefully make them laugh. Yeah. And, and something we can be proud of one exactly. way or the other. You know? And, and the, be- the best thing about it is that like when people ask me, so what's River City Panic about? Oh, God. it's six friends they're like hanging out and they're always, they're always watching movies in their basement but like this time they're gonna go do something different because like their one friend mark is kind of like a butthole but then like they go out <laughs> and like and it's like okay i don't know how to i don't know how to describe this film grace yeah. room what's this about well it's about this girl billy and she likes to write stories but like she's house sitting for aunt and uncle and like she finds something that makes her think her cousin's in a cult and like they don't get along and it's like what's butcher the baker's about oh it's about a death who got fired and he's still killing people and these two idiot bakers have to kill him yeah and it's like, oh, it's pretty, yeah, it's exactly pretty through line, you know. Yeah, not to say that like River City Panic and Grace Room are that convoluted. They are that convoluted. Well, I've been doing a lot of synopsising, yeah. synopsising writing lately with the people I've been emailing. Yeah. To say, but for like Grace's Room, I was just like, oh, it's about a. Uh, what did I say to the, the independent critic? I emailed him. I said it's about a would-be writer who, while, um, while house sitting for her aunt and uncle with a bunch of her friends, uncover. A cult. What did I say? Uncover a demonic. I said demonic. Yeah. Uncover a demonic cult run by her teenage. Well, there's a demon in it. Yeah. Run by her teenage um, cousin. cousin. And then I, when this inept cult finds out, uh, they are sent to dispatch them. That's oh, all that, that was amazing. Like, that's that, all I've even been that saying. First sentence. I was like, oh my god. Like that's exactly what it is. Trying to do a very succinct sort you of know? thing. And then if that grabs you, you know. But I, but like the 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 metaphor for that whole thing was that like. As we've gone along, it's become more refined and more honest, and makes more sense. And we've we've I, I, this film, I, I I really there's nobody there's nobody that by the end of it I was con- legitimately concerned about their feelings, whether they were upset with me, they were disappointed in the project, whatever. And anybody that I w- thought maybe didn't have the best time, um, some of them came up to me and explained themselves. Like this is what was going on with me. It had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. I, I was just like I was I, I had other things going on in my life. And uh, somebody even apologized. And I was like, this is blowing my mind right now. Don't you dare apologize to me. <laughs> you know, like you, I'm sorry that, that you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't put your focus on this and have the best time possible, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Cause we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. We absolutely are. And um, so uh, way down the line, I mean, this isn't way down the line because I'm, we're already planning or I'm planning some bits and pieces of what I want my fourth film to be. Um, it, it, I was concerned that we wouldn't be able to get a lot of people back because of, you know, we're all growing up. uh, um, People are leaving school, getting jobs. Some people are moving away Mm -hmm. um, or have intentions to go to the West Coast or the East Coast and things like that. And I was like, I I kept presenting it as like, I I, I just need to know, can I get you one more time? Mm -hmm. You know, it might be uh, next summer. It might be beyond that fall, winter of 2017, 2018 or something like that. You know, and I'm like, I just need to know I can you one more time. Look, I, and I, you know, pitched the project that I think I'd like to do. And like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I want you to know that it doesn't matter where I'm at or what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to find a week to get off. Yeah. You know, and it, that, that, that like really made me feel good. And it's not like I feel good because like all these guys will do anything for me. It's they will do anything for the team mm-hmm. and it, and the, the right project. And it's like they... They know they'll be taken care of, even though they might not get paid. Mm-hmm. And um, they know it's going to be a lot of hard work. 
they know it's an experience that's worth having. And, and that's and, <sighs> and at the end of the day, they trust that the final product, and this for me is a huge thing. Yeah. Is knowing that regardless of the experience on set, regardless of how fun or not fun it is that at the end of the day, the whole point is to make the movie. And at the end of the day, you're going to have a a product that you are happy to be a part of. And for me, through my experience over the years, that is becoming valuable. So when somebody like yourself or my friend Chris or somebody calls me up and says, Hey man, uh, I got this project. I with usually without reading it, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. Cause I know I know that it's going to be worthwhile. I don't care how well I'll figure out my schedule. We'll figure it out because I know I trust you from previous things. Nothing is worse than working on something where you're not really sure. Yeah. Cause on set as even in a project like this, you can get to a point where when you're an actor or, or somebody like that, you're, you're not really sure, you know, you don't know which takes are going to use, you don't know which mm-hmm. angles and you're doing your best, but you still may be like, I have no goddamn idea how this is coming together at this yeah. point. And, if you have never seen their work before or this is their first time thing, there is that sort of like, Oh shit, I hope this doesn't turn out to be a fucking train wreck. So there is a lot, it is a huge relief when you know that even when I'm confused, I'm like, I have no idea what the shot is. Um, but uh, it'll look fine. Yeah. And and that's, that's a big deal. And that's what those, that's what they're expressing too, is that they, they trust we'll find a way because it, it is a worthwhile pursuit and i know at the end of the day i'm going to be i'm going to have this piece of art that i worked on that i can be i can show people the rest of my life you know yeah. and th- i think <clears throat> if for these pickups people like this is beyond our filming this is the first time we've done this where we've had to go back and get full you know sequences uh you know p- effects and things like that where we need most of the team back and people are um, taking time off work. Even though it's a weekend, people will go into work on Monday having slept for an hour. Maybe not even having slept at all. Mm-hmm. Left set, go straight to work. And and they tell me they're excited. And it's like, it's just, it, they they truly are sacrificing for the project, for the art mm-hmm. that we're making. And it, and it's, and it and also, I think, for each other. Because they, yeah. they know, they want each other to be a part of it. And they, they don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to bring somebody else on that wasn't a, a part of it. And I think, um, like with Grace's or River City Panic, um, maybe half half the people involved in that project went to the cast and crew screening. Really? Yes, I, it blew my fucking yeah, I mind. I don't understand that. And it's like I know that it's like a Thursday night, but it's like you got to be kidding me! Like you, this is yeah, you you spent a big chunk of your life yeah. working on this, and a thing. lot of them were the actors. Uh, I I was blown away. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like any of the leads or anything like that, but there were some major supporting people who were not there. Interesting, and. You know, I mean, I was pissed, but it's like I wasn't pissed because the, the, the half the seats are empty. I was pissed because was this experience so bad for you, or or just not fulfilling enough that you can't for free come yeah. watch this fucking thing? Yeah, I, it, I'm shocked by that because as especially when you mention actors, because as an yeah. actor, yes, I'm probably going to be cringing at half the stuff I do. That's not to say that it's bad, but yeah, I, like you're talking about, you're the film. I am very, very critical of every little thing yeah. I do. And I can watch something that people are like, holy shit, that was amazing. I'll be like, eh, did you yeah. see that little thing I did? I could have done that better. That's how I see it yeah. constantly. So, well, and, But do you need to see it? So I can't imagine after not at least after a year being curious about we, what you did. And, and we what had, tra- you know. There was a lead that um, I, I got lunch with um, who did not come to the premiere. Um, they didn't live in town. but they um, So it's, you know, I just assume that's why. But like six, seven, eight months down the road, we got a lunch together. And this is well after DVDs are out there, the digital copies are out there. Everybody has access to those codes and things like that. Um, and he hadn't seen it still. And I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on here? Hmm. You know, and it's like I, I, they played it off as like a you know it's a me thing, but I, I'm still like. Is it? You know, come on. It's it's very shocking. And it's... so with Grace's Room, the, I would say two-thirds of, of the cast and crew were at the premiere or um, went to go see it during its its week-long run mm-hmm. at the theater. But I get the feeling with Butcher the Bakers, yes, this is probably the smallest team we've ever had. I mean, when I say team, I don't just mean our ca- our crew. I mean the, the full cast, all the extras and things like that were involved. I truly feel like a hundred percent of the people will go see this film, mm-hmm. um, and not it's not a testament to the yeah, to, to like the product that, that that of how good it is, but to how much we the collaboration process was a positive experience mm-hmm. um, that they will come just to see each other, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so, I, like the crew on River City Panic, only the DP came, only the DP came. He um, did come though. Uh, he came to the film festival that was like associated oh, okay. loosely with the release of the film. And um, I think he only came because he wanted to see what um, I had changed back from what he had changed mm-hmm. of my edit. Um, I think, uh, or just to see what, what remained of, of what he thought the final product should be. And um, I, 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 I'm almost certain that that's probably why he came. I don't yeah. think it was out of uh, support for... I mean, and I, this is shitty. I, I shouldn't say that. I, 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 this is a part of his life. It's a part of his experience. But I think that he was more curious than he yeah. was, uh, you know, wanting to really be a part of the process. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and most most of the the cast didn't talk to him. And he emailed me that he was disappointed about that. And I'm like, well, you asshole, you fucking changed my movie. Yeah. And well, they know I, about I, it. And, you know, it's a learning experience for him because... The, yeah, I'm sure he, it was. It, you know, and I understand that, but DP, I understand. But you know what? The director is the director. And if you want to be the director, then direct. Don't be well, your DP. And also... You That's know, all there is to it. And I'm the editor. You know, yeah. it's like you you don't... you. Don't fuck with me. You yeah. know, don't fuck with me. It's a, such a cliche, the director of photography thing, what I really want to do is direct. I mean, that's such a cliche, so don't be that cliche. Yeah. And he was, he was paid handsomely yeah. for, for his work, you know, or make, at least my impression of what, um, it, you know, convoluted you know. Uh, contract through his company, but he got paid. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever. I think the movie looks fine. I don't think he has anything to be embarrassed about. As far yeah. as editing and da, 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 that's not your job. You're not the storyteller in this situation. Yeah. And I'm saying that as somebody who's very sympathetic to people having a smaller piece of the pie, at the same time, dude, you're not the editor. Yeah. I just direct your own movie. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> the biggest thing that I think that people, again, may, might be afraid to do or don't understand is that always ask questions. Um, I love it when people ask me questions like you were saying, like that you might not understand what the purpose of this shot is or the sequences or how it's going to come together. But it's like, uh, I'm always willing to be mm-hmm. upfront about like the, yes, the whole purpose of this situation is to make you look as dumb as possible. You should look stupid. <laughs> and trust me though, by looking dumb, the, the purpose is to get a laugh out of this situation. Mm-hmm. It's not to make you as you know, your, who your real self is to look like an idiot. Your character is just a buffoon. Like, yeah. I, and that's a lot of what I like is these, yeah, very oddball characters it's like that's the point it's okay it's okay to put yourself out there because people are going to laugh at you they're yeah. going to laugh at this character oh exactly and that's and when you trust the process and you trust your director and everything yeah you know you know because it's also the idea like from an acting standpoint is you want to know what's going on because you want to make sure you're giving the director what he wants yeah. and at the same time when everything's out of order you're trying to still carry a through line to your character and and sometimes when it's cut up you know, in little pieces like that. Yeah. You as an actor start to forget. You're like, oh shit, what what order are we in? And then you you then you start like second guessing yourself, yeah. and you want to keep the same emotion that you had in this scene because nothing's worse than when you had less emotion in this angle than you did in this one, and then they cut. And one more, you, you like there's a back and forth where you look excited, and that cuts to you again. And you're like, 
Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, and then all the audience sees, they don't understand that the, the way it was cut together, all the audience sees is a shitty actor in their mind. And so yeah. it's like, but it, once you trust the director and you trust the project and you like, and you know, well, you I mean? guys, you guys were on point with that kind of stuff. There's, there's plenty of that in, in, in River City Panic and a little bit of it in Grace's Room as far as like you're, you're describing. Um, you know, the way your face might look or the way you're expressing yourself. I mean, and quite literally your actions. Those are the hardest things. If you don't do something the same way, don't use the same arm. Yeah, that's, that's always, and that's tough. And that's also tough, uh, you know, to keep that, to keep that in mind. But you guys, it's phenomenal. Like going through that footage and seeing like, it might, like, it's the same representation of, of, of emotion every time. Whereas sometimes you'll, you'll get something where it's like, you know, you might have an actor who's half asleep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're laughing because we're ta- like, talking about something specific. It's but It's like, how do you cut that together yeah. and make it seem like it's happening in real, you know, real time? It's yeah. not an angle. We're just eavesdroppers, you know, and yeah. that's the whole point of film. It's like, how do you match it together? And Joe is screaming yeah. and, ah, and then on the reverse shot, you can tell he's barely... Uh, yeah, barely like emoting. Yeah, anything. And it's like, oh, that's yeah. just that's. Well, yeah. I, I was up all night like playing with my magic cards. Well, I I'm, just couldn't help it. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Um. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I, this was a very weird through line for this conversation. But, anyways, pickups of this weekend. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I am. I am. I'm pretty damn excited because yeah. initially yeah. I wasn't going to be in anything. It was like, wow, you guys are done. But and I felt a little disappointed just because yeah, I was like, well, I kind of want to see. Everybody. Yeah, say hi to everybody, but and you're more than welcome to come visit because you know. I know I know you'll be out of the way and or helpful. Yeah, um, which is the biggest things we always need. But uh, so Friday night, yeah, I'm excited to yeah. just the bike thing. That's it. That's all. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as okay. as far as like the bare bones of what we need to get shot that we did not shoot, that is that is definitely part of it. Okay. Um, uh, I'll be there. There might be some other ways to sneak you in, but the biggest thing is that well, I want I want to get promotional. I want to get posters mm-hmm. um, because like we haven't we've never shot anything for the film um promotionally like posters and 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 you know promotional images and things like that either the actors weren't around we didn't have the same equipment and things like that or just it just would not be the best representation of what we're of what we're doing and i feel like we will have time on friday especially being at the bakery again we yeah. have to take advantage of that and so we'll have all of your your costumes your outfits yeah. your armor and stuff and oh, we'll nice. have we'll have mike there yeah. and so it's like i want to get some shots you know having the having their cameras again and and the lenses it's like we have to do something yeah. that'll be really good yeah. and so yeah. um we there's just no matter what i don't care if we shoot half of a scene it's like we're gonna stop and we're gonna yeah. take pictures now yeah that'll we, be good yeah and so like i'd like to have that because uh, and i'm a little disappointed um we have like there's that image of of grace's room that we used for the kickstarter which is her standing in the street holding these two blades and she's covered in blood and stuff like that and um i'm i, I i'm the i'm the guy that went to the video store and bought a thing based on the cover and was always disappointed that it was not the same thing yeah not to say that every movie's like that but i i am a I am do get frustrated with false promotion and um and Zach who put together our IMDb is that's the poster he decided to use for it and I'm a little frustrated by that because I know I, I don't get it uh, I know people like that image more than they like the the drawn poster not to say that the drawn poster is bad but it's like they just I, I get it it's a it's a very eye catching image it's a great image that Mark took but it is not representative of one who Grace is she does not need weapons and she is she's clean as a whistle through to the end mm-hmm. um, but not the very end and um, it's it, it, I don't think that that really represents who her character is, and also it's not it's not the same you know fonts and and yeah. it's not the same imagery as the film, and so um, it, it's frustrating to me. And um, 
And so it's like I want to get this right with Butcher the Bakers. I feel like we've started strong with um yeah, this stuff with is... with the images that Brian's drawn, like the, the stuff I've put together, the little videos. I feel like we started really strong and I'm gonna be very mindful of the of the teaser yeah. trailer I put together next month. I'm I want that thing to fucking hit hard. Yeah. And it so will. Well, I thought the Grace's room teaser was really good whenever that came out. That was the new was New Year's Day. That one came out. I that first think, very yeah. thing with the, with the uh, yeah the theme song the th- yeah uh, there wasn't that New Year's Day. N- there there was one that came out. I think that might have been the first official trailer. There was a teaser. Um, I honestly don't remember what the teaser looked like. Because um, there was no there was no. Um, I don't think there was any talking in in the teaser. It might have just been a vo- a voiceover, and that was it. Well, that was a spec trailer, I think, for the kicks. No, before. no, not that one. There's. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Yeah, because I don't think I've seen it. If I did, I only saw it once. I was like going through like all the old stuff to kind of like archive yeah. it. So I I just recently watched a lot of that again. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. What was that theme song? Was that Full House or Family like, Matters? No, there was. Yeah, that one. Oh yes, yeah, so this is the one where um, the little um, nursery rhyme. Oh, that is. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. And the killing and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I wrote that little... Yeah. There's your room. Um, yeah. No, this is, this, is pre- this is pretty decent. Yeah. And I think for what, what, what I was working with, this was probably up there on, uh, you know, uh, effect as yeah. far as what... I do remember. That was cool. Yeah. But um, I, I have... I, I'm getting... I'll be honest. I suck at cutting trailers. I really do. Grace's room... The trailers for overseas panic are shit. They're, they are the 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 last one is a goof, so it's you kind of get a pass on that. But the other ones are really really bad, and maybe that's just a result of what the film is. But um, Grace's room, I feel like I got a little bit better, and now with Butcher the Bakers, I really want to focus on that. Not to say that I'm not going to put time and effort yeah. into the, editing the film, but I feel like I just I I don't want anybody to like look at that stuff and be like. I'm I'm not interested in seeing that. Yeah, I want yeah, I want I want, to see I want 90% of the people who watch that the trailers to be like I think I have to see this and I don't care how they feel after they see it, yeah. the actual movie. I want them to be excited about seeing it and, and, and just in the beginning. Well, you know, you think about all the and that's the thing if you think about some of the great teasers of all time and, and I would say Terminator 2, I'd say Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 yeah. where they were and I mean in those cases they shot specific things only, but like the teaser for Terminator 2 was just the making it's like this factory and you're not sure what they're building, and then you kind of get the eye. And you're like, "What the fuck are they building?" And then it it, yeah. it finally reveals what he built, and it's a it's a T1000. Then it goes, yeah, or a T1 T101. It says Terminator Two. You're like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" There's yeah. no Arnold. They didn't have the music. It was just, and then like, what's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three's classic one? Because it's like he's like throwing the chainsaw. Well, the it, lake you just see and, this guy yeah. standing at the lake, and it slowly comes in, and you I think it's you see title card saying. Or maybe it's a voiceover that says, you know, 20 years ago. You don't really know what movie it is until it gets, the camera gets closer and then fucking guy he turns around out. and it's Leatherface. Yeah. yeah. And then it says, and then there's a bunch of screaming. And and then what's the other great one? Uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, where it's like shots of New York and it's playing the New York theme. Dun, dun, dun. And you see like tourists and smiling. And then it's similar to that. You're, they're getting yeah. close on a guy and all of a sudden it's fucking Jason. He turns around and you see a bunch of people scream and it just yeah. says... You know, and those, like those little teasers that you're like, I'm not yeah. even sure what the story is in the teaser, but I'm got a vibe from it. I've got fun out of it, and so it's something that you're like, I holy, I want to see more. Yeah, you know that sort of thing, and that's what I think a teaser should be. It's a tease. Yeah, it's a little something. It's not a trailer. But it's a little something that whets your appetite and makes you think. I can't wait. I this is on my radar. Oh, what, yeah. what next? I can't wait to see the next thing that the next trailer, the next whatever. I want to see something now. Yeah. And so I have no doubt you'll throw it together. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, th- I think I've got the energy uh, to really 
to really push myself in post where I haven't before. Yeah. I think I, I, I really, I'm really feeling positive about the experience. Whereas before it's kind of like, this is going to be a lot of work. Yeah. And now it's, a, I feel like this is gonna be a lot of play. Yeah. I'm going to be able to play. Well, you're probably just excited to see the movie. Absolutely. You know, and put it, you have to make it yourself, but you put it together and then you have to sit back and watch the scenes cut together. That's an exciting thing. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, well, I imagine with the podcast because it's gonna, you know, it's gonna start slowing down. I think this is gonna be our. Let's see, we, we've done fourteen episodes. I think this is like our eighteenth. Eighteenth. So we've 19th. only we've only got like right. we've only got like a month's worth left. Yeah. So I think at some point, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll still get together every week, or maybe we'll just get together every other week to just kind of talk about editing and stuff like that. It's not. Gonna I be, do. Would, I would like to do a podcast that's sort of just you kind of um, explaining to people. Yeah. I think we should still post, get together. Your keep, process post production. Yeah. What's the very first thing you did when you sat down with all the footage? Just sort of kind of explaining um, from your point of view what's yeah. next, and because it's so much you. What's next? Now we've we've shot the movie, we've got the footage, you've got it all. After this weekend, you have all the pretty much all the footage. Oh yeah, you're gonna have for this movie, with the exception of maybe one of the things you might grab down the road or something real quick, effects wise or something. But for all reasonable purposes, the movie's there. Yeah. It's right there. It's in pieces, but it's all right there. And how do you? Day one, how do you start making the movie? How do you start putting it together? So yeah. I think that'd be interesting and how, you know, your own personal yeah. uh, point of view. What's the first step? And then I do this and then I do this and then I start doing this. If you start cutting scenes together first or do you start doing a rough assembly or well, that's what I mean. I think that'll be an interesting, that, that's right there is an interesting yeah. podcast because I'm curious it's how, you're, how you're going to, how you sit down in front of this computer now and these two monitors with the footage by your side. What do you do now? Like yeah. day one, and step R- one. River City Panic and Grace's Room were two very different experiences in editing. And not just, I mean, avoiding all the negative stuff that I had from um, the negative experiences I had with editing River City Panic and all of the frustrating aspects of Grace's Room. Just like, just the bare bones of it. It was two very different experiences. And I, I, and I, 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 I have a feeling that Butcher the Bakers is going to be the most streamlined editing effort I've ever done. Um, both from my, my prep and also just the quality of what we've done and and and, and its organization. Yeah. I think the organization was much better. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about it. But um I mean I I don't know if we want to we're kind of a little over an hour now if we want to let the buck come on for a little bit. I'll give the buck a few minutes to talk. Yeah. Okay. Um I, I, I He's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my covered in sauce. My 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 <laughs> thing is is that we're 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 back to the beginning of the podcast here because there's one sequence in particular that we did not have time to shoot, which was Joe's birth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we we we've gone back and forth on things as far as like Joe, can we get you nude? nude mm-hmm. Like the representation mm-hmm. of nude. Yes, um, in the shadow. Can we? All right, we're gonna have to go full clothes and stuff like that, and we it just keeps bouncing back and forth. And I know it, the the answer isn't gonna come until we're on set and we're doing the thing, but we need a slimy naked Joe. Um, I agree. In, in some context, in some way, shape, and form, depending on how we shoot it or whatever, Joe. My question to you is: after that really long-winded bullshit, is what do you see happening on? Sunday when we're at Social Kitchen, what do you see happening as far as your sequence goes? Um, like the way I kind of see it, like playing out is because you are, um, you see yourself as an up and coming filmmaker in some regards, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I so, suppose. so you're gonna when you read the script and you see these things, you're you're seeing them literally in your head, yeah. whereas other people might not. So, what do you see happening on Sunday? Um. I kind of picture, 
like the whole like fingernail stuff, and then maybe like a like a. So what? Well, well, actually, we're cutting back to you. So all that stuff happens. The underlings are born. They exit. Okay. And then there's a little bit of ooh, something's still happening in this room. And then we come back to you. There's a, there's a scene in between. Okay. And so when we come back to you, what do you see happening? Um, I kind of like picture, like kind of like sl- like a slimy like arms in like. Kind of like a slimy back, like sliding around all over the floor and stuff like that. Okay, how much of this back are we seeing? I, I don't know, Joe. I want you. Com- are we going down to the butt crack? Yes, Ooh. it's you, Joe. <clears throat> oh, Ryan is very passionate about. Here's this. the thing, Joe. It was one thing when we were talking about this before we shot. Now we've gone through. You've seen the dedication, and you also have de- were dedicated as hell. You, yeah. I'm not taking that away from you at all. Before I say this, but you could go harder. You could go harder. Sean Walsh destroyed his vertebrae on this movie. Did he? As far as you know. Oh, okay. I know he's got that. Sean went 120% on all physical aspects of this film. Yes. Yeah. Tyler, your director. I saw his dick and balls, basically. I saw the print, and I saw enough wiggle waggle throughout that night that he might as well have been completely naked. Not to say that I am nude in the film, but no. I, am, I am down to my underwear. But he's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, Joe, okay, actually, Ryan, let me, let me tag on here. <laughs> because they're, not in regards to you, but in regards to some other uh, creative people behind the scenes of this film, there has been some trust issues where they don't trust that other people can take care of their, their um, what, what they're making for the film, what it can, how it's going to look. Do you trust me? It's it's not a trust issue at all. Well, hold on a second. If I got you down to your skivvies, maybe a little butt crack hanging out, do you trust me to shoot that tastefully so that I will not show you? Because I, I feel like I know how you're picturing yourself in your head on film. And I, I know the bits that you don't want seen. I know the bits and the bobs. And trust me, Joe, I, <laughs> I, I've been building my own set of those things as well. I understand completely. I, I sat down in my car the other day, and my boobs jiggled for like a solid minute. I was like, dear God, what has happened to me? Yeah, it's okay. like somebody riding a lawnmower. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, and so do you trust me that if, if we could get you shirtless on the ground, do you trust me to shoot it t- in such a way that you would be o- like almost proud of it? Not your body, but proud, well, of, proud of the image. Yes, I do. In the but, context of the movie. But the yes. issue also is being nude on set. Well, uh, what, what, here's what I'm thinking. Can I get you... I know you love your jean pants. He sleeps in his jean pants. I, yeah. He's the he's the jean jean, jean the mean jean. Well, it's, it's yeah. like, I don't even own a pair of shorts. I don't know if you've ever seen Arrested Development, but Tobias Funke, his big thing is he's a never nude, and he, he wears uh, jean cutoffs under his clothes. Oh and so Joe is like that, but like he's got he's got another pair of jeans under that pair of jeans. Yeah, just in case somebody tries to pull them off of me. But if you had those jeans on, and that was it, and 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 we, 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 we guarded your image from the cast and the crew... Only the essential people were there who would be respectful of you and your body. Because let's face it, most of us are pretty disgusting, Joe. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Do you think that I could get you shirtless, on the ground, slimed up? Could I do that? Maybe. You, try, try, you, can, trust, you can trust him. Well, no, no, I know that. You can trust it's him. It's not as, like a matter of trust. I know that, but that's what I mean is well, whatever you're feeling, you need to throw I it think, away. I think you would, you would want to know that we're not going to like fucking ridicule you. No, or, nobody's going to make yeah. fun of you. Yeah. Uh, for being you. That's uh, what I mean. And nobody ever would. Do you think this crew ever would after going through it? 
Everybody no, liked everybody. No, I don't think that. And I'm not going to be there, and I wouldn't have made fun of you anyway, but look, I'm not going to be there. I'm I'm going to see this for the first time. Oh, my time. God. That's going to be... Think of Ryan's face at the premiere. Yeah. When he sees yeah. this sequence playing out. That will be the He's first He's going to mask. Woo! Yeah. I yeah. am going to stand... I'm going to be sitting next to you. I have a good feeling I might be very well sitting next to you at that premiere. Yeah. And he's he's going to be grabbing you gonna, around the shoulders, just yeah. shaking you, holding you tight. I'm going yeah, to I'm going to put my popcorn. I'm going to find it. a way to put you over my shoulders and walk you <laughs> out of there like it was the winning football game. Rudy, yeah, yeah. you're going to be Rudy. Oh, Joe. well, I basically am because I'm. I think it's I think it's a funny bit, and I think it's a great introduction. What well, we talked all about that introduction. Yeah. yeah, and and my my big thing, Joe, is my concern is that like trying to mask this illusion. Um, is is gonna is gonna make it really difficult to shoot, and also it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna suffer, and I no, feel no, like no, I can. Yeah, I understand. And that. I a hundred percent believe that you are the breakout star of this film. Uh, we have a lot of newcomers. Mike is a huge, a huge hit for this film, and, and in a positive way. Um, but you are every moment with you is laugh out loud yes, funny. Absolutely, every fucking moment. Yes, and I, I think that like. Let's start with a bang. Yeah. Let's start with a bang. And it makes sense for the story. Why is everyone else all, do, you know what I mean? You just, you need, you need your character. Think about it. Don't think about it as Joe Buckley in a movie. You as a person who watches a movie, don't you think that's the best way to introduce the character? If you were in it. Yeah. Think if about you like weren't that. in the movie. Yeah. yeah, probably. Okay. So there you go. There you go. Man. I think, oh my God. Oof. I'm get. I've got some ideas here, Joe. That I think you're going to like. I think we can please bear, bring a pair of pants that you don't mind getting dirty, okay? Okay. Um, because I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to pitch this to you because I don't want to spoil it on here. But I think because of the way we're, re- we're reshooting the sequence before this, so essentially the thing that sets up what happens to you. Yeah. Um, I, there's some new aspects to it that I think could lend to one you feeling more comfortable, but also to just the overall ooh, of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. And you never okay. know. You never know. There may be. I mean, you, you know movies. You know that, that that this isn't that big of yeah. a sacrifice. How many great actors that you've seen and 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 like you and Stanley Kubrick? What do you think Kubrick would say if you're all? Eh, eh, oh, about oh, it? Terrence Howard. Um, he's uh, the guy that's in the Empire show, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was like the first. Um, he was the original War Machine in Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what movie it is, but the, I've seen the clip of him nude. Mm-hmm. It's like some shower scene in some movie. And he has a very, I mean, I, I don't know if, if it is technically a micro penis. It no, is a little guy. He's got a little guy. It's a very, very He's tiny shy. wiener. It's a shy yeah. wiener. And I, if I was him, I would have never. <laughs> I would have had to make I, me a stunt cock. I, I, I'm not. Okay, I'm, I'm boogie nights this shit. I'm, I'm fairly pleased with my ding dong. Not, not that I would want to flash <laughs> it around. But if I, ever got, if I ever got a big Hollywood gig um and like they were paying me lots of money and it was like you got to do this fine fuck it i'll do it i know i'm not gonna like it but i'll do it but then if i had his ding dong i don't think i would do it no i i I, you know exactly i would like tyler i'm in the same ballpark yeah Yeah. i feel i'm I'm okay with it It, my only problem with being nude uh in a scene and i'd still do it if it's for the sake of the thing is i'd be like "Ah, my body isn't where it's at it ain't because of the captain i'm all right with the captain yeah i'll show it around a little bit i don't give a fuck I, I think if maybe I could get it like semi hard. <laughs> well, no, no, plus you're not going to see his dick anyway. No, yeah, you're going to be nude-ish on set, but not in the movie. Yeah. it's, it's going to be. 
I already, I don't even need to see it to know. I know I trust Tyler, what he's, his vision is going to be. And I kind of think I know what he's going to be going for. I think when, and when I not, pitch you. When, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. Yeah. At, when we get off the podcast, I'm going to pitch you this idea. I think, okay. And I think it's going to be fucking hilarious. And we're mm-hmm. going to be so proud of you and you're going to be so proud of yourself. Yeah. Mm. Because you know what? It go, you went all in. As an actor, you went all in. As an artist, you went all in for oh the joke. God. That's, I mean, think about uh, Ryan. I Will but, Ferrell never looks good. He doesn't no. give a shit. He he probably feels, oh, I don't want people to see my butt. But he knows that for the sake of the joke, it's better. Ooh, if he Casa de mi Padre is that what you're talking about? I've not seen that. I'm just being old oh. school. How awful he looks in old school, running around naked and, in the quad. And Casa de mi Padre, <laughs> um, there's a. I love. I mean, I, that's a great movie, and I, I love that the fact that it's all in Spanish and whatever. But um, there's a love scene between him and a gorgeous woman, a fucking gorgeous woman. Uh, but it just sometimes cuts to his butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, oh, what happened here? Well, like, yeah. think about Seth Rogen. How many times have he been in, and he said it, I mean, he said it in like interviews and stuff. He's incredibly self-conscious about it. His love scene with, with Catherine Heigl and knocked up and then his, his other stuff in Zach and Mary, but he knows that for the sake of the movie, it's going to be funny. So he puts that shit aside and he puts it on the back burner knowing that, okay, what's, what is it worth it to have 45 minutes of me kind of feeling self-conscious, uncomfortable for a lifetime of a scene that kills, which is more, what movie did we just you know, watch the other day, Joe? Sasha's party. No, 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 not that one. Which which one did we watch here? Oh, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Oh. Remember that lovely moment where there's like 10 naked dudes running into the fucking lake? Yeah. yeah. And they're all slapping each other's asses. They were not. Come doing... on, Billy. <laughs> no, I don't recall that part. <laughs> the original. Yeah. Well, but there Porky's? are some uncut scenes. Have you seen Porky's? Mm-hmm. No, actually, I've seen bits. Well, there's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> scene. Well, you, seen bits. There's a whole joke in the movie where all yeah, the guys having the dick. No, where all the well, yes, but all the guys are sitting in this brothel because there's a big joke being played on them, but they don't realize it. They think they oh, are going to bang yeah, this yeah. this prostitute. Um, so th- and she says we all got to get naked, and so it's all these, and they're all actors, and they're actors that have been in other movies that I've seen for over the years, Canadian actors, but all of these young actors. There's like seven or eight of them. They're all sitting on a bench naked as the day they were born. The scene wouldn't work if they weren't. So if somebody would have been like, can't, well, we can't put the camera up here. It just, Bob Clark found a way to be like, dude, guys, it's going to be funnier this way. And if you're in this movie and you want it to be funny, then you should want to do everything you can to make it funny. Mm-hmm. If you know, you, I, so if this adds to the overall film. Oh, I believe. I've, I mean, I wish uh, I would have had a situation. I wish I would have had a moment in the movie where I could relate and be like, look, look what I did. I mean, I didn't have any moment where I had to be self-conscious about my appearance. So I, but in my past, I can't even, I can't in, wait. Uh, yeah, I have, I kiss men on stage. You think that that was not comfortable for me. I can't yeah. wait but it was worth to it. end this podcast, Joe, because I, wow. I I'm, you're going to love what I'm going to pitch to you. Well, I, Ryan, I think you're going to love it. I too. can't yeah. wait to hear it. So because Joe, we're, I, th- I think, I think we're Joe. I think we're going to make movie history here with dude, my idea. Dude. And I'm going to okay. be very proud of you, Joe. And Ryan, I think if you're available, you should come by. Sunday, I should be totally available. You know what? I, would you feel better if Ryan came by? Do you want me to be there? Um, Do you want me there with my shirt off? I mean, he's a kindred spirit as yeah. far as like c- cinemaphile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think I would feel I'll better be if Ryan was there. I'll be there. I'll rope it off. I'll say, hey, close set. Yeah. Close yeah. Set. Hey, you get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all the yeah. paparazzi trying to get snapshots of you. I'll take my shirt yeah. off. Well, yeah, it's always just Sam and these guys' lights. <laughs> Sam's not even going to be no, there, man. Yeah. yeah. So it might be real dark. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be real Sensual. dark. Sensual. One part, I'll be bright white. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Ooh. Translucent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's when, the, I, when, the, moonlight, when yeah. the moonlight hits him and he sucks in the moonlight, he glows. Yeah, that's it's like a t-shirt. It's bleached. So, yeah. Oh, you went, you went and had it bleached? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You got to keep it nice and clean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Well, Joe, in lieu of uh, passing the buck, I think we're going to wrap her up so we can yeah. get down to bones here and talk about this important thing. Okay. Joe, you know what I'm I'm feeling despite the fact that you and me we've had a few rows in the last week or so. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. We've had we've had some moments here where Well, I I'm I'm ready for Joe to become a man, to be honest. Well, okay, because I still want this podcast to have the pass in the buck theme song. 5 minutes. Okay. I want to hear about these rows. Mm. Okay. So it'll, it'll be bad. We'll we'll, so. make, we'll make it we'll make it uh, well, yeah, if you want to introduce the segment. Pass the buck. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> um, anyways, so it was actually the last podcast. Um, Joe had not uh, procured his ride home again. Oh, yeah, when I yeah. left. He does, yeah, he does this was, frequently. There was some so my, my big thing here is that, like, uh, I love Joe Buckley. I love me, Joe Buckley. I love all the various shades and darkness <laughs> of Joe. Um, I prefer the, 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 the white light, but you know, I know most of it's dark on the inside. Um, but, um, I, I worry about him because of his eating habits, the way he takes care of himself, just in general, his sleeping mm-hmm. habits, mm-hmm. um, and his attitude towards, um, becoming a more mature adult and the fact that none of those things exist in his life. No. And mm-hmm. I, I get, care for him. I get frustrated <laughs> with you, Joe, because you don't care about yourself in those regards. And that scares me because I – and Ryan is one of your biggest champions. Yeah, I'm, he a, believes I'm that, on the Joe Buck train. He as believes many that, jokes as I make at your expense, that's just for the he, show. He believes I, there's you know. an amazing talent in there, and I, I agree with him absolutely. Yeah. But it's not going to go anywhere unless you take care of yourself. I'm not saying you need to lose 100 pounds. I'm not saying that you have to sleep – You know. Well, you sleep too much. I'm not saying you have to sleep eight hours a day. Um, I like to get 14 in. I just think that you need you need to start working towards something because there's been a lot of moments where he comes down here to work on projects and 10 minutes in, he's asleep on the couch. Yeah. He, uh, he, he asked Kyle to work on a project when I was not here. And I didn't... Yeah. He came down here, didn't know the password to my computer, so he took a four-hour nap. You know, and it's stuff like that, uh, and it's choices. just like I'm just, I'm just, I'm sad and I'm scared, and I, I, I love you, buddy, and you're better than that. I know you're better than that, and so I, I came down pretty hard on him, and I was like, no more rides. Yeah. I can't give you rides anymore. I'm not going to support it. You know, I think when I start seeing you completing projects, I go, did complete go, one. You, he, he, uh, <laughs> uh, a single page fan fiction no, no. about Sonic. Well, yeah, that was what one. What is this? The fucking that, Sonic. That, that's the only oh, thing I'm familiar with hot. that you've completed, Joe. You haven't seen my one uh, short, but I did that. What short? The shaving. I, I the shaving. Well, you mean the the edit footage of that you took of of Trevor shaving his beard? Yes, he. Yeah, I made like ma- a short. You about made that, that into a little. Short yeah, film. he put yeah. together. Uh, and for me, it. Um, sorry, my dad's calling me. The, the, for me, what that project represents is a misdirection. Mm-hmm. It's not something you should have done with your time. I, I think as far as if, it, if, it's, if it's something that you felt you needed to do to get uh, some practice out of the way, all right, fine. Yeah. But I feel like the purpose of it for you was misdirection. I think you were using it as a way to be like, look, I did something. That's no, the way no, it feels No, I me. just wanted to get something done. Well, that, that's what I'm saying is that like there was no real purpose behind it other than I just want to say I did something. Well, no, 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 I think I actually did make a narrative out of it. 
Well, I'll watch it and and we'll talk about it maybe next time on the podcast. Okay. But anyways, I I got I got pretty harsh on Joe, and I'm gonna continue to 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 hold that against you, um, uh, because I feel like it's tough. You need some tough love, Joe. Yeah, I think you need some tough love. And if this is beyond the gross humor and all that stuff, this is about this is man to man, right? This yeah. is man to man child, okay? Yeah. And so I think you and me we're gonna we're gonna have a. a we're gonna have a rough couple of months, the two of us, but we're gonna get through it. I absolutely believe it. <laughs> and I, you're gonna you're gonna have a, a license. Yes. And you're you're gonna drink more water. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, here's what I'm gonna do. Oh shit! This is how this all comes together. One of the guys that delivers shit to my work, he uh-huh. has like 47. He's had 47 kidney stones in his life. Jesus he just passed Christ. another one. I made a joke today because I haven't seen him in a year because he's been so unhealthy. <sighs> he said that he just shot. <laughs> he said he said he just popped it out the other day. And he, he keeps them. Yeah, that in is like a nice like jar. He shows them no. to go for his doctor. You stop it, Joe. You do well, not he, keep it. I made a joke. I said, "Dude, next time I see you, bring one in." And he said, "I will." So when he brings that in, I'm sure he will let me have it. Oh, and I'm going to bring that in and say, Make "Do you Joe want this it. coming out of your? Yeah, <laughs> do you want this coming out of your pee hole?" Really, Joe? Well, you need to drink more water. Drink some more water. Yeah. I'm not saying cut down on the stuff you're drinking. I, first, baby steps. I'm not saying just stop. Dilute it. Just also <laughs> add water. I drink 40 ounces of water every morning. I have a 40 ounce thing and I chug it within two hours. I take it like it's drinking, like I'm taking medicine. I don't drink it casually or leisurely. Yeah. I like every couple of minutes, I'm like, go, 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 until I can't yeah, gulp. Like and then I, syrup. Because I need to get it in. I don't like it either, but I know I got to yeah. drink the water. So I do it. You just do it. I know you, know you know can I mean? do it, Joe. Ew, this guy piss, gross. Well, the sky pit, it's time for some sky pit. Your body is screaming I, I don't want the piss down my throat. Well, want one hand shit in the other, Joe, and see which gets filled first. You know what? And your hands aren't going to get filled at all when they're in the fucking ground. I, you die from heart attack. I, I've had shit in my hands all the time. I, that's the, it's fine. I mean, I just don't want to drink piss. Joe. Joe. Good it's, cop, bad cop. I have no problem being bad cop. We're all going to be bad cop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to shoot me in the back and then step on me a bunch of I will times. Give like you those incentives. Videos. I will give you incentives. Oh, give me a list of criterions that you're got your eye on. Oh, oh, Ryan, Kyle offered Joe a PSP with oh, a game. Right. That's right. He did to get his that. license. No, not Joe with didn't a game. Do it. Oh, oh, okay, no, I'll wait. buy you the fucking game. All right. Baby steps. Then I'm saying you lose five pounds uh. and we, 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 we measure you or we weigh. <laughs> we, yeah, <laughs> maybe we measure your gut. We weigh you on, let's say, September 1st and then October 1st. And if you're five pounds down, I'm like, OK, you got a criterion coming. Oh, and then the five gonna, pounds. I'm gonna start wrapping up down here. Yeah. I'll let you guys continue. I, I gotta go buy that sign though. Oh, oh okay. So thank you for having me, Ryan. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. And good luck with the sign. I'll be. I can't wait to see it in March. It's yeah. Be <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I hear that Punch Drunk Love just got announced. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Only good Adam Sandler film he's ever going to be in. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. I, oh yeah, I guess he wasn't rang over me. No, that was crap. Uh, I haven't seen it. The only thing good know. that came out of that was that Pearl Jam cover of the Who song. I, I know he plays Shadow of the Colossus a lot, and I like that game. I don't know what that is, but I know. It's good. But I know that. Uh, I know that. Um, Happy Gilmore is amazing, mm. or and Billy Madison are amazing. Mm. So, I agree. yeah, those are two absolute mid '90s hilarity classics. You can't watch them and not laugh. Even you, you can Joe. though. No, they're hilarious. Even if you don't like Adam Sandler, the, the supporting characters are funny. Mm. Chris Farley's little bit in Billy Madison is tremendous. It's hilarious. You would laugh at it. Mm. Stop looking at me, Swan. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at an impersonation that I just did of this. That's how funny that movie is. And I'm not an Adam Sandler apologist, nor am I a fan. Right, plus, Airheads. Have you ever seen Airheads? I wouldn't consider that an Adam Sandler. It's movie. Adam Sandler's in the movie. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. He's one of the three leads. Hmm. All right, Joe. I'm uh, pick you off. I gotta all go. right, Joe. Ah, okay. But uh, think. But all right, think about it, Joe. And uh, yeah, by the next time you hear Joe Buckley's voice, it'll be post shooting his birth scene, and there'll be lots to talk about. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Say goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, Joe. <laughs>